When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, that does, uh, of course, Jimi Hendrix with the Star Spangled Banner, which signifies to us it is time for Mount Rushmore here. Our subject today, the unluckiest players never ever to wear the all-black jersey and take the park. That's uh, a forerunner as well. And believe it or not, well, I won't say believe it or not, because that was, um, that's not the right thing to do, but she's got an opinion on a lot of things, absolutely, uh, Trudy. She just doesn't read the news and the weather and the forecast and the sports news, etc. Very passionate about her sport. Uh, and Trudy, you've got some input into our category today. Yeah, I mean, I've been loving your little chit-chat this morning about these players, especially that World Rugby, Young Rugby Player of the Year, like how he lost the plot. But uh, And I'm looking forward to hearing Mount Rushmore. But I've got an addition for you. So there's a lovely man called John Potter that lives in Wellington. He used to play for Marisant Pats and spent some time in Australia. But he played amongst um, the 1994 um, New Zealand Colts. And in that team was Jonah Lomu, Andrew Mertens, like the t- list is the, you look at the photo and they're all famous except for one and it was JP just never made it and I and I thought I'd share that he's a lovely person oh well, he's a lovely person he's a lovely just person not quite, didn't quite cut the mustard in terms of getting that uh, black jersey eh? no but yeah so it's, so it's been really interesting I'm, I love your Mount Rushmore I love your little chit chat about things like this it's yeah, like, well, you learn heaps perhaps you could come up with a theme for us for next week then maybe that's your job for the week and Mount Rushmore Righto. for next week uh, as recommended by Trudy Nelson, and we'll Deal. we'll put our minds to it. Okay, can we Deal? cheerleading? Can we include Come cheerleading on. on that? Well, yeah, if you like. It's uh, <laughs> not one of my areas. Wendy Petrie would be the most I'm famous cheerleader. <laughs> I used to do oh, that, Smithy. Really? For, yeah, okay, back in the Wendy day. Petrie and Trudy Nelson. Now there's now there's a vision. Zanzan okay. Brooks' wife. Remember? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'll leave you to it. Oh, Bye. Yeah. I'm going to go and focus Alice, on that. Alison. Yeah. Alison. Alison M. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I've got you. Goodness me. Trudy Nelson, it just it just never ever ends. The talents of this woman, right, uh, John? Moving along, wow. moving along. No number four. I'm a bit distracted now, Smithy. I've got cheerleaders on the mind. But no, my number four of uh, New Zealand rugby players who couldn't quite crack the All Blacks. I love this guy growing up. He was a bit of an idol of mine in the midfield for Otago. Forster takes it quickly. The smallest man on the field, a lovely run. Superbly taken from the tap kick and superbly finished.
shot by John Leslie. Yep. John Leslie uh, scoring a try there against the touring Springboks in 1993 or 4. Um, but over mm. 100 games for Otago, Smithy, like that 1998 Otago team with something special that won the NPC. I think they were the last Otago team to do it. Uh, and John Leslie pulled the strings in the midfield. Never got the credit I think he deserved in New Zealand. So moved up to the Northern Hemisphere and he was one of the many kilted Kiwis. So my number four. Uh, of people never to make the All Blacks who should have, John Leslie. Okay, run with that. There's a few players in that team. With David Ladder, would he fall into that uh, category? Was uh, was he around back then? Yep, yeah, yeah, he was in there. I think he was the captain, and Stewie Forster, who we heard there, the little halfback as well. So yeah. plenty of plenty of guys who could have made it out of the Otago team. Okay, my number four probably should rank higher than that, and we've already chatted to him this morning, but he was the first one that came to mind for me because. Uh, of uh, what he's done and, and what he's been talked about of late, but uh, pretty easy for me. Ash Dixon. Hawks Bay lining up here. Hawks Bay crash it over. Ash Dixon. That is a great game of rugby, that one. I'm pretty sure that's Ash Dixon scoring against Canterbury last year. Uh, one of the noted Hawks Bay wins. Uh, just absolutely fantastic. It might have been the year before. So Ash Dixon, no problem. Could have been 4 3 2 1 on anyone's list. Uh, your number three? Uh, it was cool hearing from uh, just on Ash Dixon this morning. Smithy, you asked him any regrets on not making the All Blacks, and he said, nah, you know, I played as well as I could have, you know, and no regrets. And I, I appreciated that from Ash Dixon. Brilliant interview, by the way. If you want to listen to that, go to the app. Uh, my number three of guys who never made the All Blacks, this guy, the nickname of The Beast. But Steve Hansen told him he was too short to make the All Blacks. Again, a flat pass. And oh, what about the tackle on Meeks? Real pressure. Knocked on by the Crusaders. Oh, they are pumped at the moment, the Crusaders. Gee, Jordan Tarfield. Massive shot on Billy Meeks. Watch this here. Bang, underneath the ribs from Jordan Tarfield. Yeah, Jordan Talfour was a talisman for the Crusaders for years and years and years. Was one of their best players, uh, while others went on sabbaticals. But just couldn't get that nod from Hanson Smithy. Too short, but man, he could hit. Man, he could run with the ball. And uh, I think he finally did get selected in a squad and then broke his arm. Uh, so that was it for Jordan Talfour. And now he's up in England, playing his trade without ever becoming an All Black. So he's my number three. Uh. Okay, my number three is actually a bloke that it's too hard to get any audio on because he was always watching so many scores, uh, tries scored in front of them. But I can tell, can tell you he contributed a hell of a lot of, for them. He was in the great Auckland side uh, that pro, uh, produced so many All Blacks. I think at one stage he was the only guy that hadn't played for the All Blacks, uh, certainly in the back line, but maybe in the whole 15 that took the park. Uh, and his name was Lindsay Harris. A lot of people will remember him as uh, being fantastic footballer, he was naturally gifted, he wasn't a goal-kicking fullback, he was a, a catching, running, passing, uh, coming into the back line type fullback and very good defender as well and an instrumental part of that Auckland side back there. So no audio for Lindsay Harris but uh, he was always regarded back at that time as one of the unluckiest because he was surrounded by so many greats. Yeah, I went to find some audio of Lindsay Harris but it's just him passing the ball and why wouldn't you? When you've got John Kerwin mm. on one side and Terry Wright on the other. How, oh, that must, that must be a killer when you're in a side chock full of All Blacks and you just get overlooked, overlooked, overlooked. So I'm glad you've got him on your Mount Rushmore at number three. Uh, my number two, probably a lot of outside backs in New Zealand think they're pretty unlucky not to make the All Blacks because we've had so many great wingers. Uh, but this guy, I really do think, deserved 
an All Blacks jersey, but just could never quite crack it. Finds Donald, little chip over the top, and McKenzie Gallery can. Here's Damien McKenzie, steps on the outside, he's got support if he wants it, floats the pass to Lowe, James Lowe for the Chiefs. James Lowe, what a finisher he was. Smithy, I don't, you know, for the Chiefs, uh, for Tasman as well, just a a brilliant finisher. But I think when it came to the crunch games, when the selectors were just like, right, we're really going to look at this guy. And I think one game in particular was a Super Rugby playoff between the Chiefs and the Highlanders. He had a bit of a nightmare and got run over by Waisaki Naholo and kind of missed out there. But James Lowe, he's gone north. He's an Irishman now, but I think he was bloody unlucky not to be an All Black. Such a consistent try scorer in Super Rugby. Okay, well, my number two uh, came from uh, Counties Monaco, um, and I could have easily had his teammate. His teammate was Alan Dawson, who played over 200 games for Counties alone. Fantastic footballer, heart and soul of that side, alongside this bloke who, who never became an all-black, but, uh, and you never saw too much of him. There's not a lot of him scoring magnificent tries or whatever, but talk about a guy who absolutely put his guts into the game day after day after week after week. Uh, Jim Coe, what a talisman, an absolute talisman. Go to the county's Monaco area at any stage, ask people about Jim Coe, and you'll get the message. He's my number two. Just trying to identify who the injured player is uh, for counties. Could be Jim Coe by the looks of things. Jim Coe, the veteran, is 158th game, and this looks serious. This does look serious. They look to me as though they're looking for the stretcher. Yeah, and that would have hurt him as much as anything, having to be taken off on a stretcher. Um, but uh, he would have bounced back as well. Jim Coe, my number two. Legend. Love Jim Coe. That county's team, one of the great NPC teams. My number one is a Waikato flanker, but probably not the one you're thinking of, but he has been mentioned a few times in the text this morning. Oh, it's a penalty. Oh, yeah, again. He just keeps wanting to put himself into those positions and at vital times he affects great turnovers. Lachlan Boshier, the best turnover merchant I've ever seen, I think, in New Zealand rugby, just turns a ball over like no one else, so my most unlucky on my Mount Rushmore to never be an all-black, Lachlan Boshier, and good luck in Japan. Well, I, I, I know that we're running short of time and I don't need a lot of time for this bloke. Uh, they've named a trophy after him because of the heart and soul and everything he's put into domestic rugby without making that next step up. People all around the world say that my number one is the unluckiest player never to be an All Black. And Howarth under extreme pressure from Monkley. Waikato, a storming start. Penalty against Waikato, number seven, Dwayne Monkley, just as Waikato was storming towards the line. A very good start by Waikato, but a little bit of uh, nervous energy by Dwayne Monkley, giving away a penalty, going in too hard on one of the players. Yep, Dwayne Monkley, no doubt about it. The Dwayne Monkley medal is handed out to the best, fairest uh, and well-performed NPC rugby player each year, uh, aptly named. Thanks very much for all your contributions. Uh, Yes, 